Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest, after spending over half a decade of his life in prison, Zachary became a responsible father and entrepreneur. He's the host of the Underdog Empowerment Podcast, and his mission is to level the playing field for underdog entrepreneurs. Zachary Babcock, it's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today? Miro, my man, dude. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited, man. Boss to boss, dude. I love it. Ah, you actually said it right this time. No more tongue twister. I <laughs> know <laughs> that's right. It's a good thing we got that practice round in. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, I'm uh, I'm excited to have you on. Your story's definitely different. I mean, talk about talk about really being bossed and uh, now being your own boss. Uh, take us through really quick. You know what what it was like for you uh, getting out of prison and trying to find a job, and now eventually, you know, how you got to the point that you're at now. Yeah, man. Right on, dude. Definitely. So um, just like everybody's story, you know, you could go on and on and on for days. So I'll kind of skim through it and keep it uh, a shorter answer. And if there's anything else you want to unpack, just feel free to ask. But, um, you know, I I landed in prison because my whole life I wanted to be accepted by other people and fit in. Uh, My father died when I was seven. So I just wanted to fit in with other people. And I looked up to the wrong role models. Well, uh, I also didn't have any chief aim in life that led to drug addiction and so on and so on for years. And um, so I, I landed myself in prison for uh, stealing a bunch of cars, um, uh, robbing a bunch of houses when uh, people weren't there in, in their in their garages, whatnot. And I went to prison, did four years flat, um, came out. At, I went in at 19, came out at 23. I was, uh, I didn't, nobody wants to go back to prison, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I wasn't doing the drugs anymore, uh, but I came home at 23. So the whole bar scene was like, it was all new to me and shit. And uh, I, um, I got a job actually working at a bar and grill as a cook. Um, couldn't get a job anywhere else. I was working under the table. And then I got, uh, I got lucky, I guess you would say, and got a job at a clothing store working uh, at, on the sales team. And I got promoted right away. And it was super dope. I was super excited because, uh, you know, the first week I got promoted uh, for selling one thousand whole store did uh, three thousand or three thousand whole store did nine thousand a day. I was one third of the store operations. Oh, wow! And so I put in my two weeks at the bar and grill where I had some stability. And then uh, two days later, corporate calls and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you're a convicted felon. You got to kick rocks." So uh, really, you know, yeah, dude. So so and just like that, you know, I. I um, you know, I, I thought I was putting my past behind me, thought I was, you know, moving forward and, you know, uh, climbing the ladder. Right. And, and uh, um, you know, it, it, just like that, everything's gone. I'm back to square one. And instead of just, you know, keeping my chin up and searching for other opportunity, I chose to feel like a you know, throw a pity party and became an alcoholic for six months straight. Got a DWI. Then one night I went out, got obliterated drunk and woke up in uh, Ferguson jail to learn that I was heading back to prison just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And, um, that was it for me, man. That was uh, it was it was tough. It was I felt big enough to sit on a penny and swing my feet from it. You know, here I am. All I ever wanted was to be the father I never had, and now I'm leaving my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, all by herself to bring our children in the world by herself. You know, so 
as a man, you know, you can only imagine how that feels. You're supposed to be the protector of the family and all that. And, and now you just threw all that away. So that was it for me. It also was uh, so painful that it got me to change my whole shift, my whole entire paradigm on things. And um, w- when I came home, though, I, I ended up doing eight months. And when I came home, um, you know, I was I was relentless. It was like, dude, I'm not going back to that old lifestyle. Um, and a lot of people coming out of prison, man, um, you get. You get like bossed around so much in there where you get told like you literally you're you're told when you can sit, when you can stand, when you can sleep, when you can take a piss. It doesn't matter like you're you know, you're told how to live. And for so long, you're so dependent on the the system become institutionalized. It's hard to break free Mm -hmm. uh, from that mindset. And um, but for me, it was just it was just too painful to live that life anymore. And um and I came home. I couldn't find a job anywhere, dude. I was, you know, trying to feed my family. Um, get my twin boys are eight months old at the time. I'm doing. I'm looking for a job left and right. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, because they're they're supposed to be pushing towards making it easier to find jobs, right? And you're over here, and you had a really hard time. Yeah, like. yeah. It's uh, as a convicted felon, mm-hmm. uh, dude. It's like it's next to impossible almost to. I mean. You're going to get lucky if you get a good job. If you fill out anything online, you're instantly getting shot down just mm-hmm. for that simple fact. If you check the box that you got any type of felony. Um, but it was it was tough, man. Um, but I, I didn't give up. I had my sh- you know, I didn't know how I was going to make it work, but I had my reasons why. And I know that's so cheesy and cliche, man, but it, it really, it you know, a lot of. Yeah, a lot of those cliches are real, man. Like when you have I, I, you, you got to have a strong, strong reason, strong enough reasons why you're doing it. And that's what was for me. I wanted to be a father. I wanted to be happy and uh, successful and be a responsible father, be in my children's life. And um, that's what drove me. And then I got introduced uh, to uh, entrepreneurship and uh, kind of took off from there, man. How did you get introduced to it? So this is a funny – yeah, <laughs> so this is a funny story. Um, so I did uh, network marketing for the first two years. Um I'm grateful for the industry because I was able to create almost a $2,000 a month income mm-hmm. right out the gate. But after so long, man, uh, it just wasn't <laughs> it wasn't my thing, man. And uh, I started to feel like a parasite, honestly. You know, yeah. like have you you ever gotten like one of those guys you, you friend requests or they friend requests, do you accept it? And then two minute, two seconds later, they're in your inbox. Yo, I got this million dollar opportunity or whatever. Hey, man, can, can, uh, can I tag you in this video? <laughs> right. Or like, exactly. I, I got an awesome video that's going to change your life. <laughs> yeah, I got this this golden opportunity. <laughs> if I hear the word opportunity, I'm running. Uh, but I was that guy, dude, and I um, you know what? Was I, I, that I think way, that's you know? a great. A lot of people actually went that route at some point in their life, and you know, like power to them. I think it teaches you a lot of things, and you know, I mean, uh, nothing against it, but uh, yeah, it's definitely not something I would ever want to be a part of myself. Right. That's for yeah. Sure. You 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 hit the nail on on the head right there. Um, where. I learned a lot about a lot of what to do in entrepreneurship and a lot of what not to do in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's very interesting. Did you, I guess, while you were doing this uh, network marketing and kind of you know trying to find a job desperately, did you know what you wanted to do? Did you know you're going to sit over here and start up a podcast one day? You know, start up some, you know, have have courses and teach teach the underdogs how to you know get from five figures to six figures to seven figures did you know no nah, dude like so 
I I didn't know. I just knew I want at the time I just wanted to be free, never go back to prison, be in my son's life, be be a dad and uh and a husband and be happy and uh and successful. I didn't know what success looked like. I just wanted a a, a decent job. Then when I got into network marketing, um you know, I was able to create almost a $2,000 a month income right right out the gate. So like for a while there, I loved network marketing. Like I wanted to be the greatest, like anything I do, I always want to be the best no matter what. Like, uh, I think, uh, I, I just wanted to be the greatest like network marketer there was, you know, and like be able to change a lot of people's lives through, through my business or whatnot. And I, and I, and I stayed in for so long because I have a hard time quitting because <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt, I was like, man, I can't quit. I'll be a quitter. And, uh, that's the reason why I stayed in it for so long. But I, after so long, I just lost my passion for it, and it just be. I, it it started. I started seeing things like where this one company went down, uh, got shut down, and a lot of those people came over to our company, and then I seen them like the 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 get put into certain ranks and positions in the right company. Away. I was like, yeah, and that's when I was like, all right, man, I'm done, dude. I can't, I just can't do this. Do you anymore. know, just curious, off topic for the for the listeners that might be in network marketing or thinking about it. Uh, do you know what happened? Like the company that lost everything, did those people lose all their monthly incomes? Yeah, dude. Like the people that were in that company, that got shut down. Like mm-hmm. they were sent packing and, um, you know, I mean that can happen in, in, in a whole lot of other instances in life and yeah. stuff. But, um, if you're looking at network marketing or if you're in network marketing, my advice, I'm not saying it's a horrible thing. Uh, because you know, there's, there are good companies out there and there are bad, bad companies out there just like in everything, but make sure your shit's legit. Like make sure they have a proven track record, make sure it's based off of integrity. Um, you know, and if there's any funny shit or slick, uh, snaky sleazy stuff going on, get the hell away from an ASAP. Yeah. Test out the product. See if the product is real. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a big, that's a big key. Make sure the product exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true true pyramid scheme right there. No product. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so let's just say, you know, before you kind of dove into this, what what mistakes, um, what was some where were some key mistakes before you you know, underdog empowerment really took off? You know, did you really, you know, obviously I don't know how much you had set aside. Did you have anything set aside? Did you know, you know, how long could you survive before you actually start making any sort of income from this? Yeah, dude, those are some really good questions, and I love it. Just um, yeah, just for, I, you don't have to hit it all, but just in general, like, did you know, you know, did you have like a cushion? Did you know you could make some mistakes, or was it like, man, I better make some money right away, or I'm done? Yeah, so there was that sense of urgency that oh, I got to make things happen, but at the same time, I did have a cushion as far as. Uh, my wife, um, she she we had her income coming in, mm-hmm. which isn't much, but it's enough to scrape and get by. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was there, and that was always you know a, a plus because um, I wouldn't recommend like you know just having absolutely nothing going on unless it's unless it's something you got to do, then you just got to do it. You know, there, yeah. and there's plenty plenty of times where that'll come up. But uh, you know, I had that going, and um, I literally just walked away from my network marketing business. I just cut it. Um, didn't really have a whole lot of money at the time. When I walked away, I was making like 700 bucks a month. You know, my business had crumbled at that point. Um, so it was just, it just moved on, but you know, still the 700 bucks was kind of, you know, a little bit of a safety net. That's why I also was kind of hard to walk away. But, um, when I went to coaching bro, like 
I didn't just like climb up the let like coaching like all right so network marketing I, I came out the gate swinging and, and was like hitting it right out the gate and was building a business right out the gate coaching oh my god dude I felt like I was bashing my head into walls for like over a year trying to figure it out because I knew nothing really about marketing um I just I, I knew nothing about like niching down selecting my ideal audience how to craft a compelling offer that they actually wanted to pull out their credit cards and buy uh how to publish engaging content and how to structure a customer journey um I was just like, oh, I'm going to do personal development for entrepreneurs. And <laughs> that shit hit no one. Um, and, and it was like it was because I was trying to give them uh, so many entrepreneurs make this mistake. They they get this genius idea, something that they love and think is such a great idea. And then they hurry up and create it mm-hmm. and bring it to the marketplace. And then it falls flat on its face because they didn't take the time to do the marketing homework and see if their audience is, is that something that they actually wanted, not just because you think it's cool. And uh, that's what I was doing, man. I uh, I thought my audience, I, you know, I'm, I could really help in that personal development field from the shit I've been through. Um, but my audience didn't care. The underdog entrepreneur, the audience that I serve, they're there mindset-wise. Uh, not saying that they can't continue to grow personal development-wise. Like, that's a lifelong journey. But they want to know how to make some money in their business so they can make their impact. And um and I missed that for so long, and that's yeah. why I wasn't able to serve them. So, is your ideal audience and avatar someone that has a similar background to what you had? No, and I w- it was at first, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a whole long story to unpack in itself. But uh, it was at first, uh-huh. but um, no, not no more. It's it's underdog entrepreneur, you know, someone in the three to four to five figure range that's yes. looking to hit six or seven figures. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I could easily see where the connection comes in. Like, I mean, even anybody that is, that has experienced anything that you have had, you know, then I could right away see them jumping on board even quicker. Just, yeah. knowing, just knowing your story. I mean, seeing that it's possible that, you know, they, they could make something, they don't have to just go and, you know, work at whatever McDonald's or for example, that's uh, I think that's huge. And, and for all the listeners that want to check out more about underdog uh, empowerment and uh, the courses you have to offer. Where can they go online? What's the best spot to uh, search for you? Right on, man. Uh, yeah, keep it simple, man. Uh, underdogempowerment.com. Everything's there. Man, if you want to check out the podcast, it's there. If you want to check out the YouTube or any other social media, everything's all in one spot on underdogempowerment.com. And you have any uh, any offerings going on right now? You, you mentioned some courses. Um, anything that's like any special promotions going on through the end of the year or just anything in general that we should be on the lookout yeah. for? Any events? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's all also on underdogempowerment.com. Uh, we have our growth engine workshop where it's to help you turbocharge your lead generation customer acquisition. You could check it out there if it's something that interests you. Uh, definitely check that out. That's something I'm really passionate about. Uh, but yeah, everything's all under underdogempowerment.com. All right. You heard it here, everybody. Underdogempowerment.com. Be sure to check it out and uh, follow, follow Zach's journey. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting one and it's only going to get more and more interesting. For the ideal listener, you know, if 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 someone, not to say the ideal, but for someone that was like I was a year and a half ago, sitting there still debating if this is for them, if the entrepreneur life is for them, do I get up, you know, do I say, F all this, F everything I ever did, I'm going to get out of this cubicle. Obviously, it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's not for everybody. Do you have one one bit of advice for that person? That person that was me? Yeah, dude. Um, 
winners pull that trigger, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, my whole life I've been an extremist and it's gotten me into a lot of trouble mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before I knew how to like take those calculated risks. But now it's like one of my greatest assets of jumping off the fucking cliff and growing wings on the way down. Not saying not to just throw all caution to the wind, but sometimes you just got to make that jump. You can only do so much planning. You're going to get stuck in that analysis paralysis bullshit. Just if it's something that you know in your gut feeling, your intuition is not going to fail you. Your gut feeling is always going to be right. If you know it's something you need to be doing, do it. If you got a strong enough reason why and and you'll figure it out and, and learn along the way and get with people like yourself, like Miro, that that can help you, someone that has what you want already and that can show you the ropes because that's the fastest shortcut you could take in any aspect in life. That's a great way to put it. Take take <laughs> take take what you have, take that and just kinda rebundle it and put it towards what you actually want to make happen. I guess, you know, for example, not into not into going out and, and and parting right and exam for example taking that power and everything you have and putting it towards what you actually want to focus on i think that's so key and it's something a lot of us could relate to myself you know in particular especially I, i've i've had a past as well you know we've all gone through things and it wasn't until i took that energy and power and put it towards something more meaningful and something i truly believed in amen and now on to our listeners favorite segment of the show welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken you will have exactly five seconds to initiate an answer for uh for the next following set of questions do you know how many questions there will be no you don't did i prepare you well for this round not really (laughs) all i can (laughs) say is that you have five seconds to initiate an answer we just want you to think off the top of your head um if that doesn't happen my producer he's lurking in the background he comes out I don't know. He uh, he gets pretty mad at me. So let's just uh, let's let's hope we don't deal with him today. <laughs> right on. All right. And here we go. Your favorite book. Um, how how to win friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie. Classic. You're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? Ooh, um, a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> I think actually someone said that before. That's that's a good one though. Who has been or is your greatest mentor? Um, Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins. Great selection. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Right now, I think yeah, a lot of people are are thinking it's cool to get in. We'll, we'll probably we'll have to uh, go more deeper into that one. Is voice <laughs> specifically podcasts and uh, audiobooks the future? Oh yeah, definitely. Look at the numbers. That is very true. That's uh, we should actually. I wish we had some numbers to show. That'd be uh, that'd be great. That's a good uh, good idea. How do you drink your coffee? Straight, straight black. Straight black, no adjectives. You know what they say, right? If you drink your coffee straight black, which I do too, so I can say this. You there's been studies and it's been showed in the Huffington Post that you have some psychotic tendencies. That you might be, you might be a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so rock on, man. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> All, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people in this uh, drink black coffee. I've noticed. So it's uh, must be uh, must be a correlation there or something. <laughs> How do you feel about white socks with black shoes? Oh, I can't do it. I could do black socks with white shoes, but I can't do white socks with black shoes. It's weird. Oh man, why does everybody hate it? <laughs> 
<laughs> if you had an unlimited amount of money right now and you could just start up any business, anything you possibly wanted right now today, what would it be? I would dump it all into my current nonprofit organization that I started that um, empowers, uh, you know, ex-convicts uh, coming out of prison that don't have the resources provided uh, currently. Okay. We got to talk more about that. <laughs> Lastly, if there is one item that you can't go a day without, something that you need every day, something you either drink, eat, you wear, something you just need on your person that makes you different, what is it? My phone. <laughs> What kind of phone? iPhone. iPhone. All right. All right. We'll make sure we'll make sure to get an iPhone out to you next time we see you. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. I was hoping it was going to be something nice and small. But uh, all right. Well, anyways, you survived the round. I'm here. You're here. We made it. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit? Not for profit. Uh, we uh, we kind of we kind of went over that like it was no big deal. But that sounds very uh, interesting, man. I'm uh, curious to hear more. Yeah, I'll um I'll keep it pretty condensed. So yeah. when you asked me about uh, my avatar, is it someone that has a similar background as me? So when I first started coaching, I wanted to help um, uh, people coming out of prison. Mm -hmm. um, but I quickly found out that people coming out of prison, one, they don't have money, and two, they uh, most of them are, are not ready to receive the help yet. They don't want the help, and you just can't help people that don't want help. Um, and 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 about the money thing. Um, I always like to tease. My, uh, so like people have this wrong um, belief about money. Like for me, I have a loving relationship with money. I love money and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, it, is money the main thing that drives me in life? Of course not. Um, creating something that's going to contribute to other human beings live and, and, and improve the quality of their life even after I'm gone. That, that legacy, that's what drives me the most in life. But money does drive me because I needed to live, I needed to feed my family, and I needed to make that impact. Um, so I found out they didn't have money. I found out that a lot of them didn't want, uh, want the help. So I went on and, and got into eventually to what I'm doing now. Um, but I recently just started up Conscious Freedom Initiative. Um, which is uh, what I want to create that provides resources for people coming out of prison that aren't currently offered. And I'm not talking about it has nothing to do with assisted living, uh, welfare, food stamps, or none of that bullshit. That's designed to keep you dependent on the system. Right. I'm, t I'm talking about like true resources, like hard life skills that truly empower like um, how to find your potential and your, and your purpose and flesh it out to the surface, how to uh, – goal achievement skills, communication skills, um, how, how to start a business from scratch if that's what the individual wants to do, even programs that help place them in jobs that fit their strengths. Mm -hmm. um, Working with other, you know, corporations, stuff like that, like legit something that will be powerful. And the and the mission is to right now, just in Missouri alone, uh, the recidivism rate is 43 point something percent as last calculated on in June of 2016. The mission is to get that recidivism rate to 9% or lower nationwide in the U.S. And that's a crazy fucking goal. But they say the ones that are crazy enough to think that they could change the world are the ones who do by the late, great Steve Jobs. And that's the mission right there. Hell yeah. Love it, man. That's exciting stuff. That's that's huge. I, uh, I'm i surprised you didn't bring that up from the very beginning, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's definitely in the works, though. Uh, man, that's that's actually, wow. So right on, uh, man. Yeah, power to you, man. Let me... I'm definitely curious to hear how that goes and, you know, the next steps for that. So I definitely want to follow your story. Maybe one day we'll do like a catch up episode and, you know, just uh, update, update, update the listeners, the audience where you're at 
where you're at with right on, Underdog man. and also, you know, with the with the not for profit. That's huge. And, Thank you, brother. Hey, welcome, of course. And you also mentioned entrepreneurism is a fad. You want to elaborate on that one really quick? Yeah, dude. So, uh, like we were just talking before we got on here, I'm finishing. Uh, I'm putting the finishing touches on my course, uh, how to build a powerful personal brand online organically without being an internet fuckwad. And that whole entire concept, love it. The whole yes. The, <laughs> yes. the whole reason why I made that course is because there's so many people that are lying through their teeth on social media to try and make a quick buck, to try and portray to their audience that there's something that they're not when they're broke as fuck taking pictures in front of Lamborghinis that are rented when they don't have any money in their bank account. Like you don't have to do that. Even if you are invisible or, or a no unknown, you don't have to do that. Like I came home from prison and didn't have that stuff going for me, but I was able to build my brain to where it's at today. Um, so I feel like so many people right now think it's cool to be an entrepreneur, which it is fucking cool to be an entrepreneur. I love it. But uh, so many people are doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Like for, mm-hmm. for me, for me, and just like with you, with your case, like, dude, I had no choice but to get into entrepreneurship. And then I'm so grateful that it was that way because I would have never knew about it any other way. But when I got into it, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is what I was born to do. I love this stuff. But um, there's nothing wrong with getting in it just because it's cool or whatever but you got like i said man you gotta have those strong enough reasons why and uh just don't be a fuck why man you could be yourself you can you know yeah you don't have to act like you're further along than what you truly are be real be real and uh with that being said i'm gonna go in and cancel my reservations for that lamborghini i was gonna get next weekend <laughs> whatever oh man <laughs> you got me man you got me now officially <laughs> i gotta unfollow you and unfriend you on Facebook when I post all those pictures. <laughs> you're funny, dude. I know you're not faking, man. You're 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 one of the real the the few <laughs> real ones out here. <laughs> Appreciate that. Lastly, for uh, for some closing thoughts, anything? Any the mic is yours. If there's anything else you want to share, you know, before we, uh, you know, I appreciate the time, everybody. That's underdogempowerment.com. You will find Zachary Babcock there, and you know you can follow him on Instagram, Facebook, you name it. You know, check out his books, his courses. It's all there. His podcast, you know. Last but not least, his podcast, which is <laughs> which is the foundation of it all, right? You would say probably. Absolutely, it's what built the whole brand around. But um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I can't wait to interview you on the show. Actually, that's going to be pretty dope. Oh, uh. teaser. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to unpack some pretty cool things there. Um, but yeah, man, uh, last words, this, you know, kind of just like some of the stuff I've been saying throughout this interview, man, like, you don't, you don't have to act further along than what you truly are. Um, if you're stuck on the fence, man, about making the jump into something that truly sets your soul on fire and that you know that you're called upon to do, make the fucking jump. Um, and trust the process, get with someone that already has what you want and pay them if you have to, so they can teach you how to get it. That's the, that's the biggest shortcut you could take in life, period. I have not found a quicker one. If you know of a quicker one, email me at contact at Zachary Babcock.com. I would love to know about that, but, uh, um, you, you could do it as long as you have those strong enough reasons why, you know, definitely you want to have a game plan, but really the the reasons why is what's going to get you through all the bullshit and we will end it at that i don't want to either try to top that i'm not even going to bother zachary babcock of underdog empowerment it's been a pleasure to have you on and uh, i look forward to talking again really soon oh yeah on the show brother can't wait 
that is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>